0: Love this podcast? Support this show through the ACAST supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now.
1: How's the bacon, did you say? That's oh, what a fantastic hit. Roy Keane on Here's Sancho. Welcome to the Prawn Sandwich Podcast, Season 3. I'm one of your three hosts, Nathan Cupid. And as usual, I'm joined by the dynamic duo of Dylan McKenzie and Jamie Jackson. Hello. Hello. And joining us this week is a fan of the podcast and also Derby County fan, Mr Matthew Jones. Welcome to the show.
0: Welcome. Uh, thanks, guys. Thanks for having me. Wonderful yeah, to be on.
2: Thanks for coming <laughs> on there. Um, so yeah matthew's a derby county fan um tell us uh, how old are you, matthew
0: so uh, i'm 20 i'm 29 next week so i'm 28 at the minute right
2: so like your era of derby county will be like post um kind like post branco Strupa and those kind of players is it
0: it's just been pure disappointment, to be honest with you, <laughs> from <laughs> yeah, from day one. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm, I'm. I was a little bit too. I'm a little bit too young for the glory days. Um, I vaguely remember as being in the premier. Well, w- w- uh, in the Premiership when it was the Premiership, uh, but pretty much just downhill really. Yeah. <laughs> the odd high, um, but yeah,
2: so you missed the Jim Smith glory days of the nineties.
0: Yeah, I I'll say I, va- I vaguely remember that the back end of it, but I missed. Yeah, I missed all the glory days, unfortunately.
2: I <laughs> know oh, we feel you there, Sunderland supporters as
0: well. Yeah, um, as, yeah, there's a lot of a lot of similarities really. Like we're, we're, I feel like there's a quite a yeah a lot of similarities between Derby and Sunderland in terms of it's just been downhill for quite a while, really. <laughs> so
2: in, in recent recent years, one hundred percent. Um, Also, as well as supporting Derby County, you're a big football manager fan. So, yeah,
0: I would. uh, I I am. I'm. I'm pretty much obsessed with it. Really, it's probably a good and a bad thing at the same time. (laughs) So, uh, it it um, it certainly ruined a lot of my time at university. Let's put it that way.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Who's your current serve with? Is it Derby or is it someone else?
0: Uh, I started with Derby initially on 21, um, but I, I always start with Derby just to get a feel for the game. My, my save at the minute is with Norwich. Um, I just wanted to do something a little bit different, really. Uh, but I've I've really cracked on this year. I've, I've managed to play quite a bit. Um, so I'm up to like 20-37 at the minute on that save, so I'm really, <laughs> really into it. <laughs> yeah. That just... was... <laughs> Well, I've been playing it solidly since. I've been playing it solidly since like January. So that's like two, two, two full months worth of work, really. So, that oh, real. That is absolutely how you, real. Yeah, how, are you, how are you getting on with them? Like,
2: yeah,
0: uh, Europe and that. Oh yeah, I'm, I've. I think I've won six Premier League titles as of today, <laughs> something like that. Uh, two Champions Leagues. I um, Can't remember the other, the rest of the cups, but. Basically, I'm, I just do what I normally do on Football Man, and just buy young and sell high, really. So <laughs> uh, i right. got a stupid amount of money in the bank. Yeah, I'm, re- I'm really enjoying the game this year. It's one of the best. It's probably the best one, actually, I think, so far. Yeah,
2: that was, was going to be my next question. And What would mm. your favourite
0: version of the game being? Um, I think in terms of gameplay, I think it's got better every year, and I think it has culminated in 21. I think if you look at where it's come from, like in the 2010 2011 era i think it's just come on leaps and bounds as a game um i've got a real soft spot for football manager 15 for some reason (laughs) i had a really good rotherham save on on that edition (laughs) um i don't know again i don't know why rotherham i think i think i started like a wolfsburg or something like that as random and then i got sacked and i went to rotherham uh but with that one i played like 40 seasons or something so I think that's why that one sticks out in my memory so um, but yeah I just think it's just superior to all the other football games I'm not a big FIFA player or anything like that that's pretty much the only game I play Um, but yeah I've just loved it since I was a kid really
3: it it, it outshadows FIFA by absolute miles like there's no I I play FIFA pro clubs and that's about it Um, I tried Mm. to play like a season's match the other day I did one game and then was like this is terrible
0: like, get, get me yeah. back to get me back to forty manager. <laughs> I, 30,
1: I genuinely 30, don't think. Yeah. Oh, go on, sorry So 30, 30, 30, 30 is impressive. It makes me like. I need to start putting like effort into my saves. I'll do like a <laughs> season and a half and go out <laughs> board and start again.
0: <laughs> That's I think I'm at an advantage because my my girlfriend's very forgiving with me playing the game. Um, so she doesn't, <laughs> she isn't pestering me to do other things and I haven't got any kids or anything like that. So I think I've probably got a lot more spare time than other people. So I'm probably, I'm probably an advantage really, but um, I, I get through a season, I probably get through a, a season a week, probably maybe a little bit quicker sometimes. So uh, yeah, it's, it's only it's only a couple of hours, three hours a day, so
2: yeah, yeah seem to
0: fly through it. Yeah.
3: Have
2: you ever like, because um, obviously, Champ Manor One or Two is available for like the full games available for a free download. Like, mm-hmm. do you ever play any of yeah, the older really games know, yeah. still, or do you just change each time as you go? Uh,
0: yeah, I'm probably like on the borderline of being too young to remember like Championship Manager. I'd say um, I am. F- I am familiar with the older editions, and I have played them in the past. Um, but I-, I won't lie, I'm not as up on it as I am with the newer games, to be honest, but um, I think it's just for nostalgia more than anything else. you look back and see some of the screenshots of the players and it's 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 hilarious really <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> but yeah i was I was a bit too young really for for championship manager. I was like i think for, for the last championship manager game, I'd have been about eight, so I was just a little bit too young mm-hmm. for it so
2: I, I remember like Derby County. Um, Totten Zola, Makoku, and Chris Rickett always got mint on Championship Manager as
0: well. <laughs> <laughs> Shame he wasn't in real life, but he was, he was a decent—he was a decent player. Yeah, I, I, like I say, I'm—I'm I'm again, I'm a little bit too young for it. Really, at the time, but but looking back, like that was probably the end of our glory days. So you weren't yeah. really getting uh, in the 102 edition. Definitely, I don't think you're getting the full. Um, glory days of Derby but yeah right. I remember I seem to remember Chris Riggett being a baller on a couple of them the early ones yeah
3: uh, don't worry about it Jay can get championship manager or one or two into any conversation in history <laughs> oh, yeah Yeah few when that... not jail bring that up <laughs> tell everyone at work about it in that man. <laughs> <laughs> oh god
2: booked on nostalgia um, absolutely well uh, we'll move on to Derby County then mate Um <laughs> so what was what's your first memory of supporting them? Um, how far, like, as far back as you can go and remember
0: um so in the early days um my, well I think my very first memory is my first match um so oh. that was in two thousand um and it was Derby three Middlesbrough three at Pride Park oh. um i I remember it very, very vividly to this day I was, I was obviously quite young, but we were three we were 0 down and then we scored in the 68th minute and we come back to draw 3-3 so it's it's a good first game really
3: <laughs> to I get you hooked <laughs> to
0: football <laughs> to get you hooked on football uh, yeah. i just remember i remember it vividly to this day my dad lifting both me and my brother up in the air and like throwing us around when we equalized it's just great memories great memories oh, awesome. um, yeah since then I, obviously i i i was hooked on football from that point really i did have a soft spot for for man united as well i think every kid did around 2000 era when they were really good but um i think since going to that first game it was it was derby all the way and i've, I've never looked back since oh, um, Are
2: you yeah. local
0: to derby then uh, i live in a, i live in a town called alfreton and it's it's pretty much in between derby and nottingham um wow. it's right yeah it's right it's right on the border of derbyshire and nottinghamshire um, so we are pretty much split down the middle between Derby and Forest, usually. Um, mm. You get the odd uh, Chesterfield, Mansfield as well. They're, they're very local to us as well. But pretty much 50-50 split Derby, Derby Forest around here.
1: Who was on the score sheet that day?
0: Uh, oh, now you're asking me. I can't remember now. <laughs> I think Malcolm Christie got two. Obviously. Um, and I can't remember who the other one was. Ooh. I can't remember now. i I'm pretty sure Mark and Christie got two. And he, really he scored he the equalizer. Really. Yeah. He was he was he was a low-key, really good player back in the day for Derby. Nice. He's
2: a Mercedes salesman now, isn't he?
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. He does yeah, he does went really random. Um what, what is it? I can't remember what job he does now. Well,
3: Chief I'm Chief Googler, so I've i given it a quick Google. It was Malcolm Christie did get two. He got yeah. the first and the equalizer and in the middle it was Strupa, who called oh, oh. Strupa. Oh.
0: i don't remember I, I remember the equalizer vividly to this day but I, I don't remember i don't remember the other two i i, I thought i thought christy got two so you you're a better You've researched it more than I have, let's put it on. <laughs> I just Googled it right there. I just love like,
2: <laughs> so, like, obviously, the, the next question from that was going to be your first match, but um, you've answered that with that there. But yeah, um, I, I, uh, I know you were young, but you're so young, you can't remember like what it was like walking in for the first time to Pride Park and, and getting the feel of um.
0: it. I remember a lot about my first match. I don't, I'll be honest, I don't remember seeing like Pride Park for the first time. I think the overriding memory and emotion of it is just going to a a football match for the first time. I don't think I was particularly fussed who it was at the time. I I don't know if you guys feel the same, but um, like I, I loved it since I was a kid. And then obviously I know it might be the same for everyone, but times were hard. So we couldn't go to football all the time. Like we had, yeah. barely any money so it was a treat to go to the football and then the first time you go and just see the state any stadium is just unbelievable
2: yeah blows your mind doesn't it when you're with yeah you,
0: like absolutely. it doesn't matter what level
2: you just go and you're watching like a live game of football mm. in, in amongst uh like thousands of other people it's uh yeah. small, everything seems massive like so absolutely so have, have you got a favorite player of all time? I know like as you get as everyone gets a bit older you, you don't mm. get muchly attached to players, but and anybody that's particularly stood out from your times in derby
0: I'll, I'll be honest a, a lot of my uh, a lot of my favorite players are from more recent times like from from when I was very young it was it was a hard time to be a derby fan. We didn't really have that much talent, yeah. unfortunately. Mm-hmm. Um, so I narrowed it down to three that are in my top three favourite players. They're Steve Howard, Jake Buxton and Craig Bryson. And I think out of those three, Steve Howard, who is uh, a former Derby striker, just edges it out of those three. Um, he, he's just epitomised everything for me that was great about football and about the club. He just, he gave 100% every single game. just And just, he was, he was a cult hero at Derby. He was only there for about two seasons, but... He was just a massive court hero, and he made a big impression on me at at, at that time. So, just Steve Howard, I'm saying, is my favourite player. Was
2: he in the was he in the squad that got promoted in the playoffs um, when um, Stephen Pearson scored?
0: Yes, he was. He signed at the start of that season. Uh, I think I think he cost us about a million pound or something like that when he signed. And for us at that time, that was a lot of money. Uh, like we hadn't had a million pound player for quite a while i think at that time um and he 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 wasn't that great from what i remember when he for the first few games and then all of a sudden he just started bang 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 and he just started scoring like every every game every other game um yeah he, he was just a massive court hero amongst all derby fans and he gave he gave us some great memories so yeah he was um he was a big part of the promotion winning season obviously not on the day but Throughout that season, he was a massive part of the squad. Yeah, good answer.
2: Like that. No, um, um,
0: have
2: you got a favourite
0: of a goal from matches that you've been to? Um, I'd say, in terms of quality of goal, Harry Wilson against United at Old Trafford a couple of seasons ago. Don't know if you guys remember that. Oh, it's oh, free yeah. kick. Yeah, sure.
3: yeah,
0: yeah. absolutely. I, I still don't know to this day how he managed to score in the way that he did <laughs> like <laughs> if you look at the reverse angle of it I don't understand how the ball does what it does <laughs> so <laughs> so I'd say in terms of quality probably that one in terms of what it meant to the fans I'd prob or and like nostalgia for me probably Jack Marriott against Leeds in the playoffs again a couple of years ago do you remember when we were were um, we were 2-1 we down from the home leg And then Jack Marriott scored, like, 86th, 87th minute just to send us to Wembley. Uh, And just in terms of, like, the emotion of the goal, that is probably my favourite goal. Obviously, it didn't end well for us in the final, but... Is that Lampard? um, Yeah, that was under Lampard, yeah. yeah. So that was... Yeah, yeah. Yeah, with the goggles, yeah. yeah. That's the one. (laughs) And just all all the... Everything that had gone before that game in terms, like, Spygate and... We'd been written off completely after the first leg because Leeds had absolutely battered us. Like, and just to score that goal and take us to Wembley, just it, just a release, just an emotion that I've never felt before and a lot of other Derby fans haven't felt before. And to be honest, we didn't really care what happened in the final after that. <laughs> we, we, we beat Leeds and ruined their season. So I think that was the main thing for Derby fans at the time. Um, so, yeah, I'd say that is my favourite goal. No,
2: because you know, just... of of. Uh... He's. have had a bit of heartache in the playoffs. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> a bit of an understatement. Like Dylan was. Yes. Uh, Dylan done a bit of research before about um Derby in the playoffs. So because mm. the next two questions were best moment and worst moment. So I'll 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 go with worst moment first. So we can go to a high after that.
0: <laughs>
3: so the worst moment, um, um... Darby.
0: I think there's only one place we can go for worst moment as a Derby County fan, uh, losing to QPR at Wembley in the playoff final. Yeah. Uh, Bobby Zamora and all that. Um, yeah. Genuinely, I I was there. Oh, I've got a story to tell about the day as well. <laughs> it was just an absolute disaster from start to finish. Uh, so me and my me and my friend were supposed to get a bus, uh, like a coach from Nottingham. To, to london because we were planning on having a few drinks like you do on a player final day um and we we missed the coach from nottingham to london <laughs> so <laughs> because it was my mum that was giving us a lift to nottingham so she had obviously drove off at that point she didn't know we'd missed the bus so my stepdad had to drive my car from from my house which is about 20 miles from nottingham to the service station um and then I drove down to London, to Wembley, to, to go to the match. And we just made it for kickoff. Um, we had to pay £20 to park in the car park, literally next to Wembley. Um, and then after all that, what happened, happened. It was just an absolute disaster from start to finish, to be honest. <laughs> I, I, remember, I remember watching
2: that game. Um, and uh, Derby absolutely battered QPR.
3: <laughs> day. Absolutely
0: destroyed them. I, th- I think that is the best team I've ever seen as a Derby fan that season. Um, e- even including the team that took us up like t- like eight years before. Like I, th- I think that team had everything. It-, it was tailor-made for the Premier League. And if yeah. we'd have won that game, I do genuinely think we would have kicked on and done possibly what... I wouldn't say we'd have won the league like Leicester had done because th- that's unbelievable. But something like that, establishing ourselves in the Premier League, we... we- yeah. I think we were tailor-made to go up that season, and it just, yeah, it just went like like it did, so horrendous.
3: <laughs> that, what was that, like? I'm not, I'm not trying to
2: bring up um, bad memories for you, but like, <laughs> <laughs> um, like obviously we'll come onto the current situation in a bit, but if we touch on a bit more of like the other playoffs. Mm-hmm. Like the other, the other playoff um, failures, so to speak. Yeah. So you had, you had that um, Bobby Zamora final. Yep. You've mentioned obviously the Leeds when you got through, um, and was that that was a different season, wasn't it? When you beat Leeds, who did you play in the final you, that year? Yes. Yeah,
0: so, so we we beat Leeds in the semis, then we played Villa in the final. Oh yeah, of course.
3: Yeah, I've got down before that. The season before that was seventeen eighteen, lost to Fulham in the semi finals. Yeah. And then the 15 16 lost to Hull in the semi finals.
0: Yeah. Is that the it's
3: one where just... Hull went up? They beat Chef Wednesday in the final.
0: Yeah. I think, I think pretty much everyone that's beat us has gone up. <laughs> 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 so I think, I think we're a lucky omen if you draw us in the playoffs, yeah. to be honest. If you get
1: Derby in <laughs> the playoffs, you're going up.
0: Yeah. Pretty much, <laughs> yeah. So, so like you say, the earliest one out of them was the was when we lost a hull in the semi-finals. Um, we we lost three nil on the home leg. Andy Robertson actually got the third that day before he turned good. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, but um, yeah, and then we we actually won the we actually won the reverse leg two nil, I think, and we we missed some absolute sitters to level it three 0 So that was like our, our own doing, really. We could if we'd have. Perform better in the first. Like I do, generally think we would have gone to Wembley that season. So, um, but in, in in that season leading up to that, we made some some questionable decisions. Like we sacked Paul Clement when we were sat fourth in the league and so had a chance of going up automatically, and then put our, our youth coach in charge of the team for the rest of the season. <laughs> Which to me and a lot of other Derby fans didn't really make any sense. But he, he managed to steer us just into the playoffs. And then obviously what happened against Hall happened. So. Um, and then the Fulham one was again a little bit different. So I think Fulham were just so far clear that season of most teams in the Championship. Like right? it yeah. was a it was a surprise that they didn't go up automatically. To be honest, like they had Cessi, and Mitrovic. I think they had Mitrovic. I can't remember. Um, and they were just absolutely flying. And and to be honest, they just outplayed us. Um, from from memory, I've not really researched it, but I think we we won one of the, we won one of the legs one nil. I think it was the first leg one nil. Um, and to be honest, I don't know how we managed to get away with that. <laughs> and then they just they, they beat us in the reverse leg. So yeah, again, it was against a better team. I feel that time. And then, obviously, uh, a couple of years ago under Lampard, um, beat Leeds in the semi-finals. I've sort of touched upon that. Derby fans sort of went into that with like no expectations really. Yeah. Um, but I think I think because of that. Um, we were thinking it might be our year because nobody expected us to do it. <laughs> so we thought, right, we'll go out and surprise everyone. Um, and then Frank Lampard went into the final and didn't play a striker. So <laughs> the rest is history, I suppose. I <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: you can hear um, the yeah. disappointment
1: in your voice. It's, it's more like therapy than a podcast at the minute. Yeah, <laughs> it is, unfortunately. No, I, know I, know my, it. Best uh, I feel the playoffs, mate. Like, I... Mm.
2: I, we have lost in two playoff finals in my like lifetime of sport in Sunderland, and we've been beaten in one semi-final as well um i i don't I, we've hit a bit of form now and i think we we I, i'm starting to turn a little bit positive that we might actually evade the playoffs if maybe to finish second or something but I, I i will absolutely be terrified in the playoffs they're just not I
0: think- I think I think from a neutral point of view, the playoffs are absolutely amazing. Oh, I think for, yeah. I, I, I think for football, they are absolutely brilliant. But if you're in them, they are the worst thing to ever happen to right. football. So they're not, they're not enjoyable at all as a fan. Like, no, oh no, absolutely. Well, obviously, like, obviously <laughs> from my side, no. <laughs> <laughs> so. Um, so your best best moment as a derby fan, mate. Um. I, th- I think it has to be getting promoted at Wembley. Um, I just think that the whole experience again of that day, the season, what it meant to everyone, what it meant to, to my dad as well, um, just sort of tips that over the edge. Um, I think just just being able to like walk down Wembley Way with your dad to watch your fight, watch your team in a final at Wembley, sing the national anthem, watch the players come out. I think the whole day, if you win, is just an out. Just the best experience possible. Um, So I I would say that again, I think we were such underdogs throughout that season and throughout that final as well. That I think um, the way it happened just made it that bit more special as well.
2: So that was 2007?
0: Yeah. That's right. right. Yeah. 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 Yeah, It was against
2: against West Brom in the final.
0: Yeah. And again, I think West Brom that season were pretty much a Premier League team in the championship. With the squad they had, no nobody expected us to go out and beat them that season. Like we, I think we we finished third that season, but in reality, we were nowhere near the third best team in that league.
3: Yeah, um, we had a bit of beef with them that like, yeah. <laughs> I, I,
0: I don't I don't remember. Like I was in like 14, uh, 15 at the time. So basically, it was like
3: February time. We beat West Brom away, mm. and Tony Mowbray came out and said that they'd finish above us and they were the better team. And then we won. We won the league.
0: <laughs> oh yeah. yeah, I forgot you got. I forgot you guys won the league yeah. that year. Yeah. You,
3: you you beat you beat them in the playoff final. So we were like we mm. were like had a, not a rivalry, but had a little bit of like see you more, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I
2: remember I remember the games against Derby that year because we played Derby in Keen's first game in charge. Yeah, that, that season that, that
0: does ring a bell, actually. Yeah.
2: Yeah, um, and we played us at the stadium. Like we won with a penalty. No, we we won with a Liam Miller, Liam Miller header in the last the last minute of the game at the stadium. Light.
0: yeah, I remember, um, I remember. I was there. I, I was there. I remember that. Yeah. yeah. Um, I've I've always loved going Sunderland. To be honest, I think I've been like four or five times to Sunderland. It's always a good day out. I think we've lost three times in the last minute though. So again, I think I'm a genius. But <laughs> yeah, <laughs> do you, do you remember I remember. Do
2: you remember the Giles Barnes goal in that game? That
0: was oh, again, vaguely, it's, my my, my memory is not great to be honest, but yeah, exactly. I do I do vaguely remember it. Yeah,
2: three sixty spin on the edge of the box that took out like three Sunderland defenders, <laughs> right into the bottom corner. It was a quality finish.
0: He was he was um, he was such an underrated player back in the day, and he's ruined himself. So yeah, it's a shame. So, so, wasn't you
3: know, he like tipped to be next big thing? Then did he end up in the MLS after?
0: The he, yeah. Yeah, he, he he had a lot of injuries at Derby. To be fair to him, so he he never probably had the chance to fill his potential. Um, and to be fair, he came into the team at like sixteen, seventeen, and he was already at a championship level. So it was only really going to go downhill from there. <laughs> um, he, he yeah, he ended up at like West Brom and Fulham, I think, and then he ended up in the MLS. Yeah, shame really, because he was he was brilliant when he first came in. Yeah,
2: he, he was playing under Owen Coyle at Houston Dynamo at one point. Mm. <laughs> Oh, the way.
0: mighty fall. <laughs> <laughs>
2: so, if we um touch on to the current situation, then because uh, mm-hmm. well, we've been talking a lot about <laughs> struggles, um, of, <laughs> and uh, nothing <laughs> epitomizes that
3: more than your season at the moment, really. Just to chip in a second, um, we did a, we did a prediction episode, I don't know if you heard it. Um, I actually picked just no. to go up second.
0: <laughs> oh, okay. Okay. Right. Wow. Uh,
3: explain me for this, if you want. <laughs> but did you like? What, so when
2: when Rooney came in as a player and he was a player coach, he was inevitable. He was going to be taken over at manager at some point. But did you expect mm-hmm. it to like go so bad
0: under Koku and it to happen as quick as this? Um I, I agree with you that I think every Derby fan thought as soon as he came in as a player coach in the way that he came in, it was inevitable he was probably going to be our next manager. Um I think he was he was groomed from that from the start really. Um in terms of Koku, um I was never the biggest fan of him really from the start. Um, I, I always, I, I'm, I, I'm genuinely one of the most realistic football fans you'll ever meet. <laughs> I know that it, it takes time with a new manager, but I think from the start, the way he was trying to get us to play wasn't going to work the way that he wanted us to. Um, so I was never fully convinced at the start. He, he, did, he did win us over, obviously, when we were, I think we won five or six games in a row just before the lockdown. And we were actually pushing for the playoffs at the end of last season until it all unravelled a little bit. Um, but, yeah, I just think the way he was trying to do and play football with the players that he had was never going to work, unfortunately. Um, as, as a guy, he was absolutely amazing. Like I, I, I can't fault him as a person at all. He did a lot for the fans, a lot for the community, and he was just a genu- genuinely nice person. But... Um, the writing was on the wall. I think when uh, I think when yeah, from from when it started to unravel a bit last season, I think he started to lose the fans a little bit. To be honest,
2: but like at, at the start of this season, I, mean, I, I took note of when I saw Jaden Bogle and Max Law leave, um, yeah, basically because I had them on a football manager save. <laughs> <I started getting laughs> so like two like good young players going at the start of the season but you must have got a bit of money in for them but was it was it reinvested in the squad at all or?
0: um so yeah. f- from what i gather the the reports of how much we actually got for them varies from anywhere between six million and 11 million um so we don't actually know how much we got for the pair of them yeah. um i think we were more disappointed to lose bogle than than low i think Lowe had... Uh, he, he's like t- 22, 23 mm-hmm. and he's never really been consistent or held down a place in the team. So I, to be honest with you, I don't think many Derby fans were that gutter to lose Max Lowe, but in terms of Bogle, he's probably the best player to come out of our academy for quite a while. So it was disappointing to lose him. Um, in terms of reinvestment, um, not really. <laughs> no, because because the money situation is as it hit, is. And, as it, as it it all pretty much went back into the club. I mean, we signed Kamil uh, uh, Jodzwiak, I can't remember his name then, uh, <laughs> um, who has been very hit and miss at the minute and cost about £3 million, I think, something like that. Um, but he was being linked with like Southampton and teams like that when we signed him. So we, we thought it was a big coup, but he's, he's been very inconsistent so far. So the money's not been invested that well. And then obviously after the money situation sort of, cleared itself up a little bit on deadline day we just panicked we, we just panicked and got five loans in <laughs> so <laughs> we've not re- we've not really reinvested that money and um, yeah we're just again we're just relying on loans and youngsters again really
2: so are, you, are you worried about relegation then? I'm looking at the lead table here and he's at 18th um, mm. six points clear of Rotherham who are third bottom Rotherham again a game in hand
0: I'm a lot less worried than I was three weeks ago, but I, I I genuinely think that some Derby fans are being so unrealistic about their expectations. Like I was seeing, I've seen a lot of Derby fans um, at the start of the season saying that that the championship looked quite weak this year and we could easily get top two. And I I was saying from the start that we were more likely to get relegated than we were to get promoted. So (laughs) um, I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't be amazed if we did get relegated, to be honest, because the way the squad is at the minute is is pretty much wafer thin. Um, yeah. But I'm, I'm more confident now than I was like three, four weeks ago after we picked up a, a few a few wins. So I think we'll just be okay is my prediction this year. Yeah,
2: I mean, Wickham,
0: Wickham are obviously, I, I, I think
2: everyone knows that they're going. Um, it's, mm. it's, quite a, it's quite a scrap down the bottom there. Mm.
1: It's
2: mm. it's uh, it'd be a it'd be a disaster if you did go down. I, I hope you stay up.
1: Yeah, well,
2: yeah. I mean? think
0: I think if we do go down, it will be. I think it'll be almost terminal for the club. To be honest, with with obviously the way the money situation is at the minute, unless the takeover goes through, which is looking less and less likely by the day, um, I think we are genuinely in trouble if we go down. To be honest, mad shit.
3: It's pure shit. <laughs> you don't just win the league like you think you're going to it's so shit
0: <laughs> yeah again I, like I say I think as I've said before I'm a very very realistic football fan in general Um and I just think some some Derby fans are just very unrealistic with their expectations for the club Um I think they think that our youth players are a lot better than they are when the truth is they are mid-table championship players and we're a mid-table championship team so <laughs> I think we've we've just got to look at it that way, to be honest.
2: Well, ho- hopefully you stay up and can kick on, kick on under Rooney, um, and uh, yeah, avoid relegation and try and build on something. But if there's if there's a need and a takeover and it's not happening, like we like we we know as well as anybody what what that's like. You can end up in such a such a situation where you're not going to get
1: out of for a while. You'll end up with a yeah. Netflix series.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I think if, um, <laughs> if Amazon or if Amazon or Netflix wanted a good drama, I think Derby would have been a good shot, to be honest, alongside Sunderland. <laughs> I think they, they would have had enough content. <laughs> <Absolutely>. <laughs> God. Right.
2: Well, um, before we move on to your favorite all time, 11, I'm um, going to do a little quiz. Mm-hmm. Um, if you've got anything handy to write something down on Matthew, yep. that would be that would be handy.
0: Yep, I can get it. That's no problem. Yep. Yeah, I'm ready when you guys are. Sounds. Well, this
2: definitely, definitely favours the guest. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, okay. <laughs>
0: I've
2: got a, I've got a list here of Derby's top ten Premier League goal scorers of all time. So even though it favours the guest because it's Derby County, it's still. Just before his time, majority of them. So okay. Like, um, so I just need uh just names and then um whoever gets the most obviously wins and I've got a tiebreaker question at the end.
0: So, so is this from is this is this ninety-two onwards then premier Premier League area? yeah? Ni-
3: 1992
0: onwards, Premier League David
3: okay. like Not not to be disrespectful, mate, but I might not even be on the name 10 players here. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I I, I, I don't take any disrespect, don't worry.
3: I'll give
2: give you you a clue. There's been two mentioned on this pod, on this very podcast recording right now. Um, While you're mulling over that, um, I'll just plug the social media a bit. So if you want to find us on Twitter, we are at Prawn Podcast. If you want to give us a follow, um, we'll keep up to date with when new episodes are getting released and as much daily content as we can put on. Um, and on Instagram, it is at prawn underscore sandwich. Um, Dylan runs that. There's always loads of stuff being posted every day. Pictures from our Football Manager Chronicle series and uh, different polls on things and stuff like that as well.
3: My depot images have just dropped tonight.
2: Yeah, I've, I've, just, I've just went on there. I <laughs> uh, can see that there's some <laughs> Football Manager screenshots. Um, and of course, just like like our posts, share our posts, share the podcast. If you could give us a rating on any podcast platform as well, that would be great. How he's getting on, guys?
0: I'm, I'm uh, a Derby fan, and I'm struggling to be honest. So <laughs> I'm just <laughs> I've got, I'm literally have got, got seven. I'm literally just putting players that I remember playing for Derby.
2: <laughs> 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 uh, I'd have have struggled with this, to be honest. And uh, a lot of it's like my era.
0: Yeah. Like I said, I I think a lot... I'm trying to think before my time. That's the problem, I think. Um, And and to be fair, we've been awful for most of the time, so... (laughs) (laughs) I think there's going to be some surprising names in there. How many many have you got down, Matthew? Uh, I've just put my ninth one down. Now I'm struggling to think of a tenth.
3: Where are you, Ned? How many uh, have you got? Seven. <laughs> Dylan? Uh, eight. But one's
1: Robbie Savage, so you may as well put seven.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh,
0: man. Oh. I love it. Probably... I think he scored a couple. I, I
2: think, think he... it, in the championship, I think.
0: Ah, oh, I, oh, I don't know. I think yeah. we only scored about. I think we only scored about eleven goals that season. So,
2: I think, <laughs> I remember, marking Adele Tarat totally out of a game one evening on a live game on Sky. Robbie Savage had yeah. Tarat in his back pocket all night. Thirty-six year old Robbie he,
0: Savage. He he gets vilified, Savage, but he was actually quite good for Derby. To be honest with you, yeah, we um, tried.
2: We tried to sign him that January transfer window when News did. And Roy Keane yeah. didn't sign him because when he rang up, it went to his voicemail and Robbie Savage's voicemail was doing the old Budweiser advert saying, Wadda! so Roy Keane <laughs> is not for me.
0: I think I've heard that story before, actually. That just sums him up, doesn't it? And just imagine Keaneo just, just literally just putting the phone down and just never, <laughs> never speaking to him again. <laughs> uh, yeah, I've, I've got my 10 guys when you, guys, when you laugh. But, um, I've got, I've, got, I've got eight <laughs> I'm, <proper
3: struggling. laughs> I'm just happy
1: to get eight to be fair
3: if you're happy to go
2: with eight we can just go with I'm, eight I'm
3: happy I can am with nine right okay
2: so if you want to do you want us to just I'll run through the names and yep. then and then I'll just trust you to... well, we could run
3: for hours to see how funny it is to be fair if you're, Actually, man, yeah.
0: right.
3: <laughs> Dylan, Dylan run through yours first Right. Malcolm Christie. Correct. Sick. Ravanelli. Ravanelli. Ravanelli is correct. Get in. Yeah. Kenny Miller.
0: No. Oh, I had him as well. Uh,
3: that Howard that he mentioned before.
2: No. Oh,
3: well. Um, <laughs> talk Shot Dark, Matt Oakley. No. Good shot, though. Yeah. Uh, Robbie Savage. <laughs> no. <laughs> I don't know why. I just remember played for Hull. Craig Fagan. No. And then the two my last two are like, I don't really know if they played for Derby. <laughs> I think one of them did, so I put them both because they're quite similar. Um I put Sean Goter? That's incorrect. And the other one I put one chop. That is correct. Six. Yeah, one-chop, definitely, yeah.
1: I'm i one-chop, like. <laughs> what oh. an
3: absolute baller.
1: <laughs> oh, what a player Paolo one-chop was. <laughs> um,
2: three, three for Dylan. Uh, Nath, go for yours.
1: Um, Malcolm Christie. Yeah. Paolo one-chop. Yeah. Kenny Miller. No. Steve Howard. No. Iranio. No. Ravanelli. Yeah. Uh, King Clard's there, no Barnes, no. And I put that ball for you, remember that ball for some at Villa?
0: Oh, yeah, Tito yeah. Villa. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. No, I, yeah,
1: I just remember him scoring in Premier League years. Nah. <laughs> I, that
3: was I was trying to think of, I couldn't remember him. I think he's got like one him. goal or something. <laughs> nah, uh,
0: I, th- no, I think no. I think he literally got two. <laughs> <laughs> <that> season. <Okay. laughs> he could That's be him. in there. Do you want to run through
3: those, <laughs> Matthew? So yeah, That's so there, three each in it, so the pressure's on Matthew.
0: Like, I three each at the minute. <laughs> so I had Iranio and Miller, which are wrong. Uh, Christy one chop, and Ravenelli so they're right. So I've got three so far. Uh, Strupa. Yeah. Oh, my God, I,
2: uh,
0: I don't forget about Strupa. <laughs> uh, Asanovic. Uh, no. Uh, uh, Bayano.
2: Yeah.
0: Uh, Dean Storage.
2: Yeah. Oh, oh nice.
0: Man. And Dion Burton.
2: Yeah, that's,
0: uh, that's oh, correct. as well. Learn, so, seven. I got seven then.
1: Yeah. Oh,
2: Mark Whitfield's going to be upset with me. <laughs> <laughs> so the three that were missed were Rory Dillap. Oh, Ooh, oh my God. Eleven derby goals. One was... Uh, He's uh, scored he scored a bicycle kick. He did, yeah. Quality finish. Um, Ashley Ward
0: we're scraping the barrel now
2: yeah (laughs) Carbonari.
0: he was a left back that tells you how bad we are (laughs) (laughs) I was going to put him but I thought no surely he's not in the top 10 (laughs) okay
2: well done guys so we have another guest that's won a quiz
3: second second guest to win second
2: guest to ever win a quiz so fire right into your 11 then Matthew Um, have you got a formation that you've gone with
0: uh, I have. I've gone, um, probably controversially with a 4 4 2 diamond. Nice. Oh,
2: nice it's not love welcome that. on this pod. That is, oh,
0: wait, so I'll, I'll, I, am, I am partial to a diamond, so I've gone. We, with
2: that. we love a diamond on, on the front side.
0: <laughs> 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 Wonderful, right. okay. Go so, so, goalkeeper. So, my, goal, my goalkeeper is probably the hardest position. Uh, I've gone with Scott Carson. Um, it could easily have been, um, I uh, oh got was the other? One? I can't even think of the other one was now. So it clearly wasn't that easy. <laughs> um, uh, we, we've had quite a few. So Lee Grant was really good um, earlier on. Obviously, he's at United now. He was he was good earlier on in his career. Um, but yeah, I think Scott Carson just for longevity and um, he stabilises when we were when we were poor, to be honest. So um, gone with Scott Carson there. Um, mm-hmm. So I'm back four, starting with the right-back, John Braford. I don't know if anyone's familiar with John Braford. Um, Again, just a bit of a a steady Eddie, really. He just stabilised at the time. Uh, It could have been Jaden Bogle, obviously been discussed earlier, but I I just don't think he had the the longevity that that John Braford had. So uh, centre-backs are Jake Buxton and Sean Barker. Jake Buxton is just... He, he again. He's a cult hero for Derby. Um He's a local guy. He's just again. He epitomised everything that was good about the club at the time. He was an absolute warrior. He, he would he'd bleed for the shirt. Right? Is he the big bald one that
3: just looked like centre half?
0: Yeah. He, he 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 doesn't look like a footballer at all. He pretty much looks like a like a, a plumber or something. Oh, he,
3: played, <laughs> he, play Q, he played the QPR final. Yeah, was that that team? Yeah.
0: Yes. Yes. Yeah, he played the, the QPR. The final. Yeah. He's um he's he's just been he's just been sacked by Burton as manager. Yeah. Oh was he? Oh right. Yeah, yeah. Um but yeah, he's, he, I think he's back at Derby now as like an academy coach. It's not official, but there's been pictures of him like at the training ground. So I think he's actually come back. So that that should, that should be good for the youngsters. Uh and then the second one, second centre back Sean Barker. Um he is genuinely, I think, the, the unluckiest man ever with injuries. Um, genuinely one of the best centre-backs I've ever seen play for Derby and he had like three knee constructions in four years or something like that. Um, he suffered a horrendous knee injury against Forrest um, towards, like, I think it's towards the end of the season, I can't remember the year, but he was just pure class, like proper ball playing centre-back, could have easily played in the Premier League if it wasn't for injuries in my opinion and he's just someone that I look back on fondly uh, it could have been Keo, but I was n- I was never convinced by Keough unfortunately and
2: yeah. um,
0: and I think just the, the way he left the club as well just left a sour taste for a lot of Derby fans as well so After the incident yeah, the, yeah. The but I, I I don't, I don't understand why people were upset that he got sacked because at the end of the day he was left unable to do his job and it was his fault. So, yeah. uh, I, I personally don't see the issue with him getting sacked. I think he, he sued the club for like, for like, um, for for sacking him really, and I think he's just left a bad taste with a lot of Derby fans to be honest. Um, and then moving on to left back, left back has probably been Derby's worst position over over the time that I've watched them. I really struggled to find. To, to think of a left back so I've had to put in Craig Forsyth as my left back um Carbonari was a little bit before my time I I remember him towards the end of his career but um Craig Forsyth has just sort of been there for like eight years so I've just stuck him in really I can't think of any other reason um another one another one could be Max Lowe but again he just never had the consistency so I couldn't find a place for him unfortunately so um, so, my four in midfield, so it's a narrow diamond. So, uh, a DM, two centre midfielders and attacking mid. Even better, even love better. Back. Love it. it. Love it. Love it. <laughs> Absolutely love it. <laughs> uh, I'm wanting Brayford and Forsyth to provide my width. So, it's um, <laughs> yes. beautiful. So, my defensive midfielder is George Thorne. Um, again, maybe a little bit out there because um, he only played a couple of full seasons, really. But the guy was just utter class when he played he was just he, he looked too good for the level that he was playing at which for me just means I've got to put him in again another one with injuries he had two ACLs in two years and that just sort of ruined his career really um he's recently been on a, on a Derby County podcast and going through his time and just I think the luck he's had with injuries has just been rotten I don't know if anyone's familiar with the story of, of him or not but um basically he came back and Lampard just didn't fancy him really, so he just shipped out on lane to league one. But in in the playoff season and the couple of seasons after that, he was just pure class. So I had to put him in there. Um then my, my two midfielders slightly in front of him are Inigo Idiarquez and Craig Bryson. Yeah, okay. Idiarquez Idi <laughs> was just <laughs> he was just pure class. Like he, he used class, you know, you know the sort of player that you watch and just he just skips around the field like he's just, oh, he's just unbelievable. And f- he's generally one of the best dead ball specialists I've ever seen at any level. So again, I, I had to put him in there. He's just, just I've got so many fond memories of that team and, and him. So, he was a quality he, player. He was he was fantastic. Yeah. And then Craig Bryson is he is. A true derby legend. Uh, I think the word legend can be overused, but genuinely he is a derby legend. His hat trick against Forest when we beat them five nil. Um just his general performances that season, um, his endeavour, his determination, just he would be perfect in that midfield alongside Idiarkez. And then my attack mid is Mason Mount.
3: Sorry, sorry mate. On. I just Googled Idiarques talking about my hands up, I didn't know him. Twenty <laughs> goals in eighty eight games for a midfielder. That is quality. Yeah.
0: Um, he, I think probably half of them at least half of them were free kicks that is um, he, yeah he was genuinely one of the best players I've ever seen play for Derby he was just so good honestly um, and it, in that team it just fit perfectly for him he was just a flair player we just let him do whatever he wanted and then everyone else did his running for him
3: <laughs> um,
0: yeah. he was just so good honestly Yeah, but I, I, I honestly didn't know his goal record was actually that good so um, but then he, he went to Southampton, and it went a bit downhill from there, really, I think. Never really heard of him after that, which <laughs> is a shame. Yeah, so, yeah, my uh, my attack mid is Mason Mount. Um, again, probably controversial because he only had one season at Derby. But the, but the season that he had, he was far and away like the best player that, it, that was in our team. Arguably one of the best players in the Championship that season. Obviously, he's gone on to, to be amazing for Chelsea, in my opinion. I think he's criminally. I, think I genuinely think he is criminally underrated by he, Chelsea fans and everyone. It, I he think is,
3: it's, I think it doesn't help him because he went on loan to not not doesn't help him go on loan. He was because he went on loan to use and then was straight away playing. He's got this label as like Lampard's love child, and yeah, I think it's hurt him a bit. But I think he's even been maybe even a little bit better under Tuchel.
0: Mm, um, I would agree.
3: So like, there's no I, way for me he doesn't go to Euros and stuff. Like, I, I think he's quality, mate. Absolutely, if in the right, if in the right position. I think he's class.
0: Absolutely, I think w- when he was at Derby, he played, um, he played in a midfield two with Harry Wilson. There's obviously like a really attacking midfield two, um, and then they had a DM behind them. And I think, I think that worked perfectly for him. So when he's got that license to just play,
3: yeah,
0: and he he was just far and away just the, the, he, even with Harry Wilson, he was such a good player. He was just far and away the best player in our team that season. So there's no way I couldn't have him in my, in my 11, to be honest. So, no And then up front, um, I've got, I've got a pretty big front two really in Steve Howard and Chris Martin. So there's not a lot of pace going on there, but there are goals, <laughs> if nothing else. Uh, and, and work rate as well from, from Howard. So uh, obviously Steve Howard, I mentioned, is probably my all time favorite Derby player, cult hero at the club. And, um, mm-hmm just a, a genuine old-fashioned number nine by like a proper striker, which I, I, I'm probably too nostalgic, but I'm missing the game. Oh, <laughs> so, I, I love a number nine. Yeah, <laughs> I love an old-fashioned <laughs> number nine. So he's got to be in there for me. And Chris Martin is obviously, um, has been, well, he, he isn't at the club anymore, unfortunately. I think we made a mistake letting him go, especially with the position we're in now. But... Um, He's just been the one scoring all the goals for us for the last five years. Just a genuine goal scorer, um, link up play as well. He's second to none. Um, so he would be my second striker. Where's he at Steve now,
3: I'm, I can't. Well, I can't think.
0: Uh, he went to Bristol City. We 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 it's offered Bristol him a new City, deal. Yeah, we offered him a new deal on reduced terms, but he wouldn't accept it. So he, he went to Bristol City. I think
3: we tried to sign him on reduced terms as well, and he wouldn't take it. So, yeah. Mm. If he rates himself, fair enough. Do you know what
0: I mean? Like, yeah, absolutely. Uh, I, I don't. I don't blame him. Um, but um, yeah, it's a shame because he would. He's exactly what we need now. So, well, is what it is, I suppose.
2: Who, who, who's managing your side then, Matt?
0: Um, I didn't think of one to be honest. But um, off okay. the top of my head, I think I can't really pick anyone else but Steve McLaren. Um, mm-hmm. unfortunately. His time when he left Derby was, well, the first time. He's, he's back for a third time now. <laughs> um, yeah. But his first time leaving was obviously under a cloud. Uh, and then his second time, probably undeservedly sacked. But again, w- with with the playoff season when we got beat by QPR, mm-hmm. the best footballer I've ever seen Derby play. So yeah. I can't think of where what, else. What's him. he doing um, now? He's, he's, like, he's like a technical director at Derby. Oh, so right. I think he's, he's almost, um, I think he's just like, Mentor Wayne Rooney. To be honest with you, that's the impression that, that yeah. Derby fans get. So, um, I'm a little bit too young for for Jim Smith. Um, <laughs> I do remember the Jim Smith era, but uh, if um, if it's going just off my time supporting yeah. Derby, then obviously I can't I can't pick him. So uh, Frank Lampard was great for Derby, but again, he only had one season, so I don't think he could uh, he could yeah. uh, count as that. So yeah, I think it has to be Steve McLaren <laughs>
2: I think McLaren cops for a lot more stick than he probably deserves obviously because of like his stint with England and uh, yeah. A, a few English managers in recent times that have gone abroad and and actually achieved stuff. Um one of one won the Arrigo with with uh, FC 20, didn't he? Yeah. And, um I know it, like it tried it tried his luck in Germany with Wolfsburg. Um yeah. Every 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 time you hear a player talking about him, you always rate him as a coach,
3: massively. Mm. Wasn't big enough for the mags, though. <laughs> <laughs> no. <Nope.
0: laughs> well, it was, it was groove, all... Like,
1: it was like he was going so, back yeah. to his Middlesbrough days when he was at Derby. He was like, he found like a little groove
0: and then it just kind of mm. ended. Like, mm.
1: yeah. I
3: thought like yeah. he was it... all right.
0: It, it was all the Newcastle talk, really, that 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 kicked off our bad form the season after we missed out on promotion. Because um, there was there was just the rumours flying around that he was going to Newcastle, and he, he just wouldn't come out and say that he wasn't leaving. Yeah. Um, and a lot of players have said since then that, that it was a distraction to them. So, again, he left he left under a cloud, really. But um, for, for for the football we played, you can't really fault him in that sense. So, yeah. judging purely off that, then he's got to be the best manager in, in my time supporting Derby, really. Oh, spot on, mate. Spot on.
2: Um, well, that's it, Matt. To yeah. be
0: fair.
2: Uh, <laughs> Cover all the grounds there. Um, Just quickly run through your 11. Just rattle the players off again. Just one more uh,
0: so, so I've got Scott Carson in goal, uh, back for John Brayford, Jake Buxton, Sean Barker and Craig Forsyth. Midfield Diamond, uh, George Thorne, Inigo Idiaquez, Craig Bryson and Mason Mount. And forwards of Steve Howard and Chris Martin, managed by Steve McLaren. Quality. Love it. Um, spot on.
2: Yeah, right. F- thanks for coming on, mate. That's, uh, thanks very much
0: for having me.
3: Appreciate
2: it, mate. Thank you very well, much. Get in touch. I'll come back any time. Let, no no let, you. let you get back to your evening, mate.
0: Cheers, guys. Thanks yeah. very much. Take care. See Take care. you. Bye. 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 I'll play!
2: Matthew Diver County fan thank you very much for coming on as usual anybody that's interested in coming on the show if you just get in touch with us on social media or if you know us just text us (laughs) uh, everybody's welcome doesn't matter what your background in football is whether you're just a football fan or if you're an avid football manager fan if you do any coaching or anything like that just come on the show we'll have you on just want to say um we normally mention what football tops we've got on. Uh, Nath, what top have you got on today? I'm
1: wearing a 2005 to 2006
3: Celtic home shirt.
1: D- Dylan's got the.
3: the Sunderland so. this season's away kit. Buy one get one free. Get to your club store now and buy it.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I've got uh, Sunderland's home shirt between 97 and 1999. Um, I had a specific reason for wearing my Sunderland top. Was because after listening to the episode with Connor today, and I heard Blade and Races, I was, I was like, I
1: need, I need to wear a Sunderland top the next oh, time. Honestly, I had to wear. I was wearing a face mask when I was putting it on. It's like, oh no, I just can't. <laughs> but yeah, uh,
2: thanks for listening, everyone, and until um, next time.
3: See you later. Yeah.
1: How's yeah. the bacon? Did you say?
0: Here's Sancho.